Welcome to this week's episode of the Integra Podcast, where we discuss everything from wisdom to wellness to woo. So, without further ado, let's get to it. Welcome to the Integra Podcast, where we talk about all things wisdom, wellness, and woo. Today, we're going to kind of mix it up and talk about human design. And I'm going to give my mentor and friend, Adam, a foundational reading. And uh, let me tell you a little bit about human design. Human design is this amazing system that uh, it pulls together astrology, as well as the I Ching, quantum physics, the Judaic Kabbalah, and the Hindu chakra system. And it uses all this beautiful ancient wisdom to bring together this practical system that can help us know who we are and gain clarity in our lives. So today, welcome, Adam. Thanks for being my uh my guinea pig today and um i am a very proud and honored guinea pig thank you (laughs) awesome thanks well i am let's get started um so today we're going to talk about um your basically give you the foundational information about who you really are in this world and um and really for if you are following your strategy and your type, um, this will just feel like, yeah, I, it, it really feels like validation. Um, if you aren't, then the information will feel more, um, it, it'll be a light bulb, an epiphany. So let's get started. So um, you are a manifesting generator. Mm. And in human design, a manifesting generator is the person who has this amazing ability to really multitask. And um, and it's important for a manifesting generator to multitask. You always have templates going and one will be on your toe off in the distance. And for Mm -hmm. you guys, this is important because you are able to um, use your energy in so many ways. Um, and it, you need to be able to do that because you need to be able to do this as part of your learning process. Um, not everything you're doing is going to come to fruition. Um, you may have something out there that is, feels fun and is something you want to do. And, uh, and it may not come to fruition, but having those things going on at the same time really allows you to experiment and taste what works, what doesn't work. And, you know, it's really, that's really the beauty of you all really coming into who you are and, um, you all skip steps, but that's your learning process. You learn and you move through it and you, and then you're ready to teach somebody else. Hey, I tried it. It didn't work. And so um, let me show you this way that does work. Um, So it works in your own um, life, but also in the lives of others. And it's here what you part of what you're here to teach. Cool. Others. Yeah. 
So if we looked at the manifesting generator, the reason you are a manifesting generator, and um, for you listeners out there, I have his uh, chart pulled up so that he can see it. So I'm talking about um, what's going on. If you want a chart, I can do a free chart for you and you'll get my information at the end if you would like me to send you a chart. So when we're looking at the generator type, the manifesting generator type, the generators have what is called a defined sacral, which is this um, red pink square here that is lit up. Anything that's colored is defined. Anything that's in white is open. And we'll talk a little bit more about that later. But for the generators, manifesting generators, and then also pure generators, you have a defined sacral. And that defined sacral gives you this beautiful superpower, this yes, no, able to in the moment have a decision um, and, you know, and have that, that power to know in the moment if something is right. <clears throat> now, it is important um, to always make sure that that yes stays yes over the course of time. And we'll talk a little more about that with your authority but it can give you those, those, those moments of, yes, it's time to move. Yes, it's time to um, act on something. I have a question for you. Uh -huh. um, in, in regards to the manifesting generator, uh -huh. um, and you're speaking of them um, uh, uh, as having this inner knowing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Many times you are very correct on this. I'll just see a plain Y or an N, yes or no, if it's right uh -huh. or wrong. Okay, um, so that's, that's totally right on. Um, uh -huh. Uh, I'm what's known as a clairsentient, like I have an inner knowing. Do people who have this other, the same capacity you're talking about here as per um, a, a, a human design, do they tend to be more clairsentient individuals as well? Um, it can, but it has a lot to do with what you have defined in your chart as ah. well. Yeah, because you've got a lot of definition that shows me that you are clairsentient, you know, clairvoyant, um, you know, you have this definition that um, you have five, uh, 10 defined channels that we kind of uh, touched on before we got on here that really talk about all of that. Uh, 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 so it actually is more than just the three-dimensional stuff. It also talks about my spiritual aspects and connections with emotion and things like that as well. Oh, right? yes, 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 yes. Okay, I'm gonna keep my mouth shut. You talk, this sounds good. No, but this is great. This is uh, this is really good information for the people out there because it does, we can look at these things from many levels. Uh, we can look at it from the foundational part where, okay, hey, our type strategy and authority give us this, the way we are in the world. Mm -hmm. And then we can get into the finer details of who you are from, from an individual unique creative being that you are. Awesome. So um, we're gonna talk more about the general pieces, but it is part of how to be in the world as, as a manifesting generator. So, cool. okay. um, so yeah, so you have that defined sacral and um, that gives you that responsiveness in the moment. Um, and like you said, you get a Y and an N when you get a yes, no, mm -hmm. you also, because you are a manifesting generator, you also have the classic manifesting generator channel, which is the 3420. Mm. And that is called responsive power. 
And what it really means is it means that you have this ability to take in information and when asked um, by someone, you are able to respond with this amazing um, insight and um, really check in with what uh, someone wants, needs in the moment. So right. it, it fits so much with who you are as a mentor um, and the work that you do. So, you know, we've, we've talked about, you know, your, and, and I work with you as a spiritual and business mentor. And so I see that energy going um, when we're in, when we're working with me on my own work. So this responsive power is beautiful. When it's used correctly, it is just an amazing grounded energy. Um, And it is, it is this amazing, powerful voice of information insight um, that you have that ability to do. So, and as we know, everything can be in a lower and higher expression. We can use it in different ways, but when it is used correctly, it is beautiful. Also with the uh, 3420, you all might not, like you said, you get the why no. Um, You may not feel like a sacral response of uh uh-huh or uh uh-uh. For you, it may be more of a yep, yep. And I noticed that when we talk, that's more of your, you have, you all have a little more, um, voice to it. So, uh, it totally makes sense. So, so that you are a manifesting generator, you have that classic, um, channel that makes you the manifesting generator. Um, can I ask another question? Sure. Okay. What does time bender mean? It says next to my type. Okay. Manifesting so generator. That is, so you're looking at the, uh, a quantum human design chart that is, um, quantum human design, um, is the, updated language for human design. Karen, my mentor, um, she worked with Ra. She was a student of Ra. Ra is the originator of human design, Ra Uruhu. She has updated the language. So she has updated the types and she named the manifesting generator, the time bender because of how you all can bend time and how you can really skip those steps and learn from them. And, but everybody gets to the end part at the same time. Mm-mm. And so it is, uh, you know, you guys, like I said, you guys have 10 plates going and can find a finger to put the, the 11th one on. Um, so that's really what that is about. It's about being able to move through the energies in a quicker way, but everybody gets to the same point at the same time. Cool. So you are, um, so as a generator type, your strategy is to respond. You do have that 3420, so you have that responsive power. Um, And the the strategy is really, you do have a motor to the throat, meaning that you have, you know, that responsive power. But as a generator type, we're here to respond to things. So we respond to things all the time. In the morning, do we want coffee? Yes. Do I want tea? No. So we're responding all the time. So uh, 
we are here to be in response. We're not here to initiate things. We're here to be guides from uh, uh, the place of response. And we, so for example, say you wanted to go on a trip and you're like, oh, it would be great to go on a trip to Utah. And then the, you put that out into the universe, the universe will respond if that's really what you need to do. Cause you know, we have so many things coming into our heads and so many ideas and flow coming in, but we, we, as generators, we need to wait to respond to what really is there for us. And mm -hmm. so, Oh, maybe I'd like to go to Utah. Well, um, and then you, 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 all of a sudden you're, um, on, uh, on the road and you see a billboard that says travel to Utah. We have great things to do here, you know, something like that. And, and so the universe has responded to give you that yes, no, in the moment, uh, response. Right. And so we're really here. And as when we work with people, um, we're here to respond to them. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. instead of trying to initiate and insert our information to them we're here to wait for them to ask us so that we can respond to it does that make sense so with that in mind um i do um a lot of work in regards to spirituality mm -hmm. um uh, uh, but um i would probably be better off from that what you're telling me i would probably be better off in promoting and making people aware of what i do not by making a speech but by being interviewed yes yes oh, okay all right that's interesting i like definitely. that definitely and you probably feel it when um, in the flow of things as, you know, you will, I know that when we work together and I'm talking through things, you're able to take in the information that you get, the downloads, the, uh -huh. and then, and sense things, you bring that and you integrate it in. And when I'm ready for a response, mm -hmm. then that response comes, you know, right. so the, so the initiator is the download and. I'm responding to that. Right. Yeah. Cause you're integrating it into the body, taking it, calibrating it in the heart as well as in the, um, sacral. And uh -huh. then the answer comes out, you uh -huh. know, the response think, comes out. I would think in, in your, in your work with so many individuals with human design that I think it's an important, uh, it would be an important thing to understand whether you initiate it or whether you're a responding individual to really make the most of your situation and really go towards your own life mission in, with more gusto and productivity. Oh, definitely. That's why type and strategy are so important. That's why we're talking about these basics first, because understanding who you are and how you're supposed to be in the world really is that um, is a beautiful piece that we might not know, you know, is, about ourselves. That is, that is brilliant. Thank you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And then for me, I lived my first, you know, 40 some years thinking I was supposed to initiate things and then I'd run into walls. And when I found human design or human design found me and I found out that I was supposed to respond to things, I was like, whoa, you know, it was like this huge relief almost because I allowed myself to trust and respond to what came to me rather than trying to drive the train because mm -hmm. um, the train would crash a lot of times. So um, I, I, I found those pieces really, really helped me um, in the beginning. Mm -hmm. So 
Um, so we talked about your strategy. Let's talk some about your inner authority. So you are, again, you are a manifesting generator. You're supposed to respond. And what that means is you have this defined sacral that can give you in the moment, yes, no, but you also have an emotional wave and it is, you are defined by, so this is your emotional solar plexus. So let me give a little backstory on this. In 1871, um, when the chakra system split into the nine centers, the solar plexus split into the emotional solar plexus. So the brown triangle and the spleen and the emotional solar plexus really has the you know it's about emotions and emotional awareness and emotional waves and you have um, two emotional waves so within your response responsiveness you also have these waves that can affect your yes no answers Mm, interesting And for you, um, yours are both tribal waves. Um, And what that means is tribal waves are really about, you know, your community, your family, and that's maybe what affects you the most and can get you, you know, make your wave, um, you know, be on a high or on a low. Um, And always we want to, of course, want to be at our baseline. So those things can affect us. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, And so, and those can uh, affect our, you know, that yes, no answer also. Mm -hmm. So I, um, I always tell my clients with uh, emotional authority Mm -hmm. to always, if in the moment and talking with somebody, if it, if they're wavering, if they really should do it, um, it's best to ride out the wave and make sure that the yes stays a yes the whole time. Right. That sounds very wise. Thank you. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's an important thing, you know, and especially like getting in, you know, community with people and being asked to do things, you know, as generators, we're only, and manifesting generators, we're really here to respond to the things that light us up, you know? And for manifesting generators, you guys might have three or four things lighting you up at a time. Um, And so it's it's like Times Square inside my head. What? It's like Times Square inside my head. The lights are everywhere. (laughs) I'm sure. I'm sure. Well, yeah. Yeah. And we're (laughs) going to talk about your open head, Najna. I'm sure it is like Times Square inside your head. Um, So, yeah. So it's really important um, as an emotional, having emotional authority to write out your waves. And, um, and if you are, um, if there's something going on in your tribe, in your family, you know, your community is to go, what part is it? What part is mine? And what's my truth within the whole of this? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, um, so yeah, so that's really important. Um, You are also your, so So we all have emotional themes and for the uh, manifesting generator, you're going to have two emotional themes and those themes are um, frustration and anger. And, you know, on the other side of that is peace and satisfaction and contentedness and what we're doing. So when we're in our groove and we're doing what we want, it feels really good. Um, But we can go to those places of, frustration and anger when a 
our, our flow gets interrupted. Mm-hmm. So maybe you're working on a project or you're in a creative flow and the phone rings and mm-hmm. you're like, oh, so, you know, that's how it can be. It also can be because um, you, you haven't informed somebody that you're going to be working and they disturb you with, hey, what do you want for dinner? And you're like, wait, you know, you're, it can, it can bring up that anger because mm-hmm. that beautiful creative flow that you have. Um, has been interrupted. Mm-hmm. The frustration comes when we are really at those points of um, hitting the wall with something. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really important to remember that we need to wait to respond and wait for divine timing um, for things um, when something might not feel like it's moving. Can that also feed into sometimes uh, uh, waves of impatience? Yes. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Okay. All right. Definitely. And that's so funny because up in your incarnation cross, you, what grounds you is patience. So um. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes it's a commodity that's harder to find than other times. Exactly. Yep. Again, oh, yeah. trusting in that beautiful divine timing that we all have access to is so important. It's so interesting to see the way you're going through this. It feels like my book is opening up to the world, like I'm an open book. So this is so interesting. Oh, good, good. Yeah, yeah. And that's what we do. That's what we do. We just really open it up so that, so that I, can, I give clarity to people so that they can really understand who they are and then see where, what stuff they're ready to shift. Right, right. Yeah. There's, there's, there's one statement that I channeled through in one of the books I have on Amazon. Uh-huh. And um, the statement is, is you can't invest a million dollars in your pocket unless you know it's there. Right. So this, this allows you to see what you have in your pockets. Yes, yes. What's inside of you? Yes. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. Um, yes. So uh, knowing your emotional thing can really help because when you are in that frustration, it, when you are in that anger, you go, oh, okay, let me, you know, let me sit with this for a minute and really kind of see what's going on at this moment. You know, I notice myself getting into frustration when I'm, and I'm a peer generator, so it's a little different energy, but I notice when I'm going into frustration, it's usually when I'm doing something that I don't, that I have to do, but I don't want to do. Um, and it's interrupting my flow. And, but when I'm in alignment and doing my thing, I'm in that beautiful place of satisfaction, alignment, contentedness. Um, so it's just a, a wave we have to ride and kind of move through and know that it's just a stair step. And that's just that momentum to move us to our next place. Right. So you are, um, let's talk a little bit about your Incarnation cross, um, you are, your incarnation cross is a left angle cross of duality. Um, it's, it's interesting because you have um, some inter- interesting energies going on. You have um, the 34 as your conscious sun, which is, so the black side is called your conscious sun. That is the, when you took your first breath into the world, that's what that is where the gates were at the time um, coming in. Like in an astrological chart, that's the information that you would see on your astrological wheel. Okay. Um, That is your sole purpose. Um, The red numbers are your, uh, 
what's called unconscious or design side. And that is 88 astrological degrees before your birth. Basically, when you seated your soul inside the fetus. And so that gives you more information. That's kind of your, your life story, you know, your life path. And maybe it may be information that's there, but it's a little, they call it unconscious in a way, but it's just those things that are the underlying pieces. They all have a purpose in our human design Uh and who we are. So, but on your, um, in your conscious son, you have the 34 Mm-hmm. And the 34 is all about this beautiful power and um, the ability to respond to opportunities and mm-hmm. help unify. Your, awesome. What grounds you in that energy is the energy of patience. Mm-hmm. And this okay. is the quantum human design uh, language that I am using. And it's using your intuition, allowing for knowing what you need to know at the right time, in the right moment, and the skills that you will need to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that also is that beautiful 3420 responsive power channel that you have. So that's what you lead within this world. Mm-hmm. You know, that is really, really who you are in the world oh um, and who you be. Um, and on the underside that what is balancing it, it is, is the energy of the unconscious sun in the gate 40 and the unconscious sun in the gate 40, it is, um, it's part of sustainability and, um, it's all about recalibrating, restoring, um, and really helping, see where you are as in part of the community and ah. how you can do that. So you've got, you've got kind of these two sides going on at the same time. And then the energy that grounds you into that, that is the gate 37, which is all about peace. So you have within you, what grounds you is peace and patience. Mm. And so it's really beautiful, but there's like these two kind of, you know, I think the reason for the duality and I'm just coming from what I'm getting is you're over here with this responsive power, but you're also taking into account community and how do you balance those energies together um, so that how you can show up in the world for people. Right, right. That's that makes of, sense. Oh, that totally makes sense. I'm, I'm always, uh, you know, I always wrap my mind around and my heart and soul around the concept of being one with the universe, yet being individual at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so, so I can understand where you're coming from. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, your incarnation cross is really who you he- are here to be, but your life path, we can stray in and out of our life path. And we uh, all do, you know, we have the higher and lower expression of everything, but it's, uh, you know, we do that. And how we can do that really is through our profile. And your profile is a six two. Um, you are, the six is this really cool, in, in traditional human design is called the role model. Um, and you have really, you are in your role model um, part um, with, with your age, you are in the role model position at this mm-hmm. point. But throughout your life, you may have felt these phases that you kind of went through, Mm -hmm. like um, 
zero to 30, 35, maybe even 38, you're in this experimental phase of seeing what works, what doesn't work. Um, and just for the edification of people out there, I don't mind mentioning I'm 62. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, you are, you, you're stepping into this, but sixes, line sixes have this triphasic kind of um, energy and you mm -hmm. all are in experimentation phase um, through your Saturn return around 29, 30, but you're going to keep experimenting into your, you know, thirties. Then you become, you really come and you start blending that second phase in where you're really integrating all the information that you've gathered in your first 30, 35 years of your life, mm -hmm. really healing, doing your healing work, really um, seeing what works, what doesn't work. Um, it's sometimes called on the roof and mm -hmm. you're really gazing out and seeing um, from a higher perspective um, what works and what doesn't work. Mm -hmm. And then you guys will go through this. Um, the by, the, by the way, that's also interesting is a lot of my most uh, powerful visions are mm -hmm. me on top of on me on top of a mountain looking down at, at the people below and the, and, the, and the grassy knolls and so on and so forth and the village below. Oh, my gosh, that is so awesome. That's yeah. so cool. That's interesting. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, as you move into, you know, through your. Um, your late forties into your fifties, that's, I mean, there, that's another huge, powerful moment in our lives, um, our Chiron return. So we're learning more and more and it's like this chapter turns and you, um, if you've been following your profile, it really will, you step into that role model piece, that wise sage, the person who is not that you haven't been doing that your whole life but it really is this it's really when that opening comes to where you are um able to you know just be the sage the 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 person with the wisdom that and like one of your brooks you know merlin really in encompassing that energy you know it's interesting i also which i also got a major point in my life which really resembles what you're talking about there was when i was a uh, uh, 51 years old, and um, I got divorced and moved out of uh, out of New Jersey and moved to California, and everything opened up for me um, mm -hmm. in a, an amazing way spiritually. So yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, sense. yeah. That was probably right around you when you were hitting, um, you know, the point of your Chiron return, which is oh. yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Cool. Um. So yeah, and like you said, it all opened up. It was that mm -hmm. next chapter. And it does, it, Chiron is a whole separate thing. We could go on for, I could go on for a day about Chiron, but it really is that, you know, for a lot of people that when that shift comes and goes, really, what is, what do I want for this next phase of my life, mm -hmm, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and it, you know, and what do I want to keep in here? And it really is that movement into that beautiful spiritual peace you know when you're on that spiritual path it doesn't mean you can't catch up but um if you're rolling with it you can really see those um how that um how things shifted in those times cool now your um other side of your profile is the two and um in traditional human design it's called the hermit um and so but in quantum human design we do call it the responder and um, what this means is um, 
you all need time to yourselves mm -hmm. um, and to recalibrate because when you're out in the world, y'all are taking a, a, a ton of stuff in. Right. And um, you need to come back and have time alone um, to recalibrate your own energy, see what's really in your inner truth, um, mm -hmm. what um, you need to let go of. And then when you are uh, healthy, rested, um, recalibrated, then, then you send out this amazing vortex of energy that calls you back out into the world. Mm, and mm. so that you're able to respond again in the power that you're in. That's so, so interesting because I used to find myself on, in a relationship when I, when I first moved out here um, mm -hmm. and we lived together and I would find myself having to get out um, uh, of the house. She was a perfectly nice person and it was a beautiful home. Um, uh, uh, but then I found myself going amongst individuals when I was going out and I would never feel refreshed, but every once in a while I would go out just into nature by myself and I would feel refreshed. So mm -hmm. that really goes along with that. This is so fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's really important. And I always tell my, um, anyone who has a line too that, uh, as a client, I always tell them, make sure you have your own sacred space. Um, meaning you have your own little hermitage within the home. If you live with mm -hmm. someone else, have your hermitage, have your own room where you have your altar set up or your meditation space set up. And if anybody comes in, make sure that you cleanse it in some way and, and clear the energy, but making sure you have that place all to your own, where you can go to recalibrate your energy, where you, where you're able to shift your energy and know what what really is your inner truth and who you are right right that's so interesting also is because um for about uh six years um uh between uh, uh 2015 and 2021 um i actually had um a, a guest in my home um mm -hmm. and and it didn't feel like my home and the place was always a wreck but as soon as the guest moved out I designed this perfect home and everything's always clean here. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm like, oh my goodness gracious. And I, to be honest, it wasn't just her making the wreck. I was making the wreck too. Oh okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah. But um, wow, yeah, that, that really explains that. Thank you. Uh-huh, yeah. Oh, I love that. I'm, I love uh, the insights that um, are coming through. So um, we've talked a lot about your chart. We're going to talk a tiny bit about the openness in your chart. And, um, and I always remind my clients, uh, that we have all of the chart, um, whether we have it defined, which means we have consistent energy around it. Like, like I said, you've got 10 channels defined. So you have a lot of consistent energy in your chart. Um, but also, um, we also have the openness in our chart because within, the openness and definition, we have gifts. We are either have the, the um, energy defined and consistent, or we have it where we're taking it in from other people. Because when you go out in the world, somebody's going to have something defined that you're going to get the energy from, and then you're going to amplify it out. So we're all, and we know we're energetic beings. That's where all this beautiful quantum uh, physics comes in, mm -hmm. we're energetic beings. So we're always um, ebbing and flowing 
and taking energy in from other people. And for you, you have um, an open head in Ajna. Um, and it makes sense with uh, how you take in energy, how you channel, you know, all of that. Um, and so, but sometimes it can probably feel like a lot of pressure. Mm -hmm. um, the open head, the, the head is a pressure center. Uh -huh. And so it is that pressure center to, um, and an open head in Ajna wants to have all the answers and, and, and be able to sort out all the things. Right. And so with an open head in Ajna, it's always important to take the information in, um, discern what is yours and what is, what is not. It might be something that you're going to store to give to somebody else. And, and always, always take the information and integrate it um, through the sacral or calibrate it through the heart and then um, share it with others. And right. I know you always come from a very um, heart-centered place. So what would you recommend to individuals out there um, who you're seeing this open channel here uh -huh. with all this stuff coming in? Um, and, and sometimes it just seems like it's either a house of mirrors or a house of fireworks. And sometimes you just need some rest. What would you recommend to people in that situation? I, I always, um, my open head and Ajna people, I always, and even if you have a defined head and Ajna, you, you, it may be helpful, but open head and Ajna can be very, very helpful to journal and just let it all spill out onto the page. Ooh, that makes um, a lot of sense. That's yeah. Great. And so, you know, a lot of ideas and inspiration will come in. And so you could have a journal where you just free write just all the extra overthinking information you're getting in. But you could also have a journal where you put ideas and inspiration. If you're an artist, you know, doodle in there, you know, things, you know, we all take in information differently and see it differently. Um, and uh, it, it's popping in. I was just, I was I've been watching uh, the Hollywood medium, Tyler Henry on yes. Netflix. And if you uh, have watched him as he's channeling, he is, he's doodling. And it's just so interesting to see how information comes in for different people. Yeah. Um, and I've actually looked at his human design chart. He's just a beautiful little soul. Let me tell you. Um, but um, really it is, it's that place where you just let that, those ideas and inspiration come through, whether through drawings or words and just put them down and then know that they're in there. And if you're, if you're meant to come back to them, they'll come, it will, you'll find something to respond to. There we go. You know, that, so that, that sounds like healthy human design. <laughs> yes, it is. It is. <laughs> So we've gone through a ton today um, and we could keep talking because you have so much more and so much more depth, but really for a foundational reading, um, what I've given to you today is a lot plus a little more because mm -hmm. um, there's a lot to process and really um, understanding your type and your strategy um, is important because that's really who we are in this world. So um, I think we'll just kind of close it there Okay. Um, can, can I make a comment to all this? Yes. Yes. Oh, this, sure. I have been in this business for quite a while of human potential transformation, um, a spiritual understanding of who you are. But today in sitting down with you, I've gotten some really, really good, not only insights, but tools to move forward. And 
I'm going to start recommending you to all of my clients as well. And anybody who's listening out there right now, I would say it is well worth your time to be in contact with this lady about this technology and her insights. And thank you so much for having me. Oh, thank you, Adam. This has been so much fun. I just love, I really love helping people dive into their human design to understand themselves. Um, it is uh, truly human design, quantum human design is truly a gift um, for others. Uh, and, um, you know, I, I, I love being able to share it. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thanks. That is the, that's our podcast today. Um, thanks for listening to the Integra podcast where we talk about all things wisdom, wellness, and woo. See you next time or talk to you next time. Today's podcast is brought to you by Integra Holistic Wellness, home of the Integra Wellness Method. At Integra Holistic Wellness, we recognize that you are made up of four integral parts, body, mind, spirit, and soul purpose. When you work with an Integra Holistic Wellness Mentor, you'll be guided how to integrate these four parts of your being through nutrition and movement, mindfulness and emotional release, connection to others and your higher self and your soul's true purpose. To find out more and connect with Heather, contact her at support at IntegraHolisticWellness.com. That's support at IntegraHolisticWellness.com. You can also catch her on Instagram and Facebook at Integra Holistic Wellness. That's I-N-T-E-G-R-A Holistic Wellness.